Let's Talk, the Bible Fellowship Church devotional podcast. Thank you for joining us today. Continuing our look through 1 Corinthians, this is chapter 7, verse 17. Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him, and to which God has called him. This is my rule in all the churches. Was anyone at the time of his call already circumcised? Let him not seek to remove the marks of circumcision. Was anyone at the time of his call uncircumcised? Let him not seek circumcision. For neither circumcision counts for anything nor uncircumcision, but keeping the commandments of God. Each one should remain in the condition in which he was called. Were you a bondservant when called? Do not be concerned about it. But if you can, gain your freedom. Avail yourselves of the opportunity. For he who was called in the Lord as a bondservant is a freedman of the Lord. Likewise, he who is free when called is a bondservant of Christ. You were bought with a price. Do not become bondservants of men. So brothers, in whatever condition each was called, let him there remain with God. We are prone to adding to the foundation of our Christian lives things which God has named ornaments. We often think of the Christian life as one that should look a very particular way, namely like ours or like someone we wish we were, when there was much more freedom in the program. At our last church, we had some unmarried friends that were frustrated by the way the church seemingly treated single people as incomplete. They're simply not married yet people, and let's see if we can fix that problem for them. As though being a Christian necessarily means being married, having 2.5 kids, owning a home, working a well-paying job, and retiring at 65. All of that is optional, is a possibility. It's not necessary. The chapter of 1 Corinthians 7 lays out this very well. Paul argues that some people should absolutely get married, but some people absolutely shouldn't. He says that it would be better for them if they didn't. Being a Christian doesn't necessarily mean being married or being unmarried. God has appointed some to one state and some to another. The underlying principle is the first verse that we read, verse 17. Only let each person lead the life that the Lord has assigned to him and to which God has called him. In other words, don't be so quick to adopt what your preconceived view of the Christian life should look like. Someone accepts Christ and immediately thinks, well, should I quit this high-paying corporate job and go be a missionary in Africa? Well, the answer is maybe, but I certainly wouldn't right away. It might be that God drew such a person to himself to be a witness to other successful businessmen and women at that company. Or to move back to the marriage application, which is a lot of what this chapter is about, it seems as if the Corinthian church had some questions about marriage. With uh, Christ returning soon, should we get married? Should we not get married? Should we stay married if we're married to an unbeliever? Paul says, in essence, for some of you, it would be good for you to be married, and for others of you... It would be better for you to stay single. After all, he says in verse 32, I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord. But the married man has uh, much more, draws on his time and on his energies. But at the end of the day, we come back to this main point. Don't be so quick to despise the life that God has appointed to you. God has called some of us to one situation and others of us to a different situation. And we sin. When we think of these situations as outside of God's control, as if he was unaware of what's going on in our lives. If we remember that everything we have and everything we are is due to God's working in our lives, 
it can and must change our perspective. Our financial situation, our relationship status, our religious background. God and his sovereignty has brought us to where we are right now. The question is, will we let him work in us there? Will we let him increase our trust in him to provide resources that we need because we aren't making the money that we wish we were? Will we devote ourselves as unmarried people to the service in the church and in the community with the situation that God has brought us to? Will we use our religious background to allow, allow us to reach out to others that maybe someone with a different background could not? God has given us the experiences he has given us. Let's be grateful to him for his wisdom and power in ordering our circumstances, even though some of them might be painful. And let's worship him with obedience by being faithful to where he has placed us. God, increase our faith and trust in you to know that you are at work in our lives. And though sometimes we may not understand what you are up to, uh, you are wise, you are good, you are faithful. And you are working to glorify your name and to build your kingdom in us and through us. So help us to join you. Teach us how to be grateful for every situation that you've brought us to. And teach us to be discerning and how to use these to worship you and to glorify you to grow and to become the people that you have created us to be. And we will thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Let's Talk. Have a blessed day, church family. You are loved.